I'm a I'm novelist and writer in other media. I'm the author of the Randoms Trilogy, which is why I'm here, and uh, most recently, a historical fantasy called The Peculiarities. This is the first episode of a series with David Liss, novelist, about his science fiction book series, Randoms. It's nice to meet you, and thanks uh, thanks for, for, for wanting to do the interview. That's great. Yeah. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So, David, I read your essay on why you're writing YA science fiction. Uh, could you tell the audience about that? Right. So, what happened was, and this is now years ago, when my, my daughter, who is now uh, in college, was in middle school, she went through the kind of what is now a, a typical phase for young readers, which is she became really uh, absorbed in, in young young adult fantasy, and that's all she wanted to read. And I thought, you know, there are two major food groups, fantasy and science fiction, and wouldn't you know wouldn't it be great for her to be reading some science fiction? And I feel like the market has really opened up since I had this experience. But at the time, I looked around and I could just not find a whole lot of young adult or middle grade science fiction, particularly of the kind I was looking for, which is, I think, Science fiction for younger readers tends to be a lot like science fiction for older readers in that these days it's it's about scarcity and, and climate change and the coming apocalypse. And what I wanted was the kind of science fiction that I grew up on, which was, you know, optimistic and just forward looking. And, and even when dark still had a sense that the, the future would, would be, if not always fun, at least interesting and, and worth exploring. And so I I decided, well, I'm a writer, and uh, since this sort of thing doesn't exist, well, maybe I should write it myself. How hard could it be? And it turned out it was really super hard. I started writing a book, and it was just terrible. It was god-awful. And the problem with it was that it just felt really derivative, that uh, everything I had just felt like I was recycling stuff that I grew up with or that I love, that scenes felt like like from they were, like they were stolen whole cloth from Star Trek episodes or from Star Wars or from, from any of these other movies or films or television shows or, or novels that I love. And so I put the book aside and didn't touch it for years. And then basically one day I had a eureka a moment, which was, what if instead of trying not to channel my resources, what if I made it about those influences? And that's where I got the idea for the Randoms books, which is essentially about sci-fi fandom. And the idea is that the real galactic culture deliberately chooses to reveal itself through science fiction. So all of these franchises that we know are at least partially influenced by what actually is going on with this huge interplanetary multi-species civilization out there. 
Nice. It was a very long answer to a short question. No, but. no, that's good. No, that's, 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 you know, you're, you're, it was a, it's a, it's a, how do I say this? It's a thoughtful question. Uh, what, you know, it's about inspiration and why you do something. And because, you know, writing's hard work and, and I, and I know you wrote other things before that. And so you chose to, sh- I, I believe this was your first YA. You chose to like invest a lot of time in, 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 in this new venture. I, I certainly invested a lot of energy in it. I won't say I invested a lot of time because the first randoms book was maybe the easiest thing I've ever written. And it was also the fastest thing I ever wrote. I write a lot of uh, historical fiction and it can often take me over a year to write a novel. I wrote from the moment I started outlining to the time I sent the completed draft to my agent was six weeks, which was something I've never experienced before and will never experience again. I, um, six I weeks? Only, really? Yeah. I, I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote a rough draft in a week. I basically wrote every day until my hands literally hurt. Yeah. The way I describe it is that it was like writing a first novel all over again, except this time knowing what I was doing, because I'd never tapped into this material before. And, you know, it was something that I'd had, like, distantly in the back of my head for years, so I wasn't coming at it completely fresh. But once once the ideas came uh, came together, it, it took very little time to outline. And then once the outline was done, I just wanted to start writing. And once I started writing, I did not want to stop. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, no, there's you said a lot of interesting things there. So usually reading historical fiction, that yeah, that's probably a lot more research-based. But this one, you resolve sort of like taking what you already have up here. And yeah. Yeah, no, it required relatively little research. That's awesome. Wow, I think you found a, 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 way, a really good frame to write into, and you just wrote it. So that was, that's cool. I, and I've been chasing that high ever since. I just, you know, I, I've, I've never been able to come anywhere close to, uh, to that experience, even with the sequels, which were a lot of fun to write, and were certainly less stressful and more, more fluid than a lot of other things I work on. It still wasn't that wasn't quite that experience. I got to show the audience here. The one, those of you who are watching this on YouTube, this is a lot of pages that he wrote and I, I forgot your metrics, but it's basically six weeks. You had a, to your editor, that's, um, four, almost 500 pages of, of, um, material. So that's a, that's a, a big book. And, uh, and I, I'm not used to seeing big books as YA. Uh, however, my daughter loves, uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Hunter's Cat Warrior books, which are pretty big too. And uh, uh, so she's a uh, 10. Similar to you, I felt like, well, why can't I get her into science fiction? She's reading Warrior Cats, which, you know, first of all, yay, she's reading. Okay. That's the first right. box. No, yeah, I'm happy. I'm very happy. Then it's after a while, it's like, well, what else could she read that she'd be interested in? It's very difficult to find things that she liked. And so I started with things I love to read, which just doesn't work. It didn't work with my son either, who's now 17. He wouldn't read Heinlein. He wouldn't read what else did I try? I don't recall, but definitely Heinlein, uh, Have Space Who will, will Will Travel, all the books that I used to read, and mm-hmm. something Same. something about them, I don't know quite get it. It's it's it's. I don't the, think they've aged well, honestly. Well, I, I agree that they maybe haven't, except I would expect YA to have aged well, but eh, you know, it, it still didn't. You're right. So the ultimate thing is, is there something about the culture today is different and how stories told has got to get to the point. He reads Rick Warden, a ton of those mm-hmm. books. And um, yeah, so he's reading as well, but just not, not, not science. It's not science fiction though. He did read the expand series. So he, so he got into that, but yeah, back to my daughter. So yeah, 
these really big YA books. Like, did you intend it to be a big doorstopper, if you will, for YA? I mean, I, I knew nothing about the market, really, when I wrote the book. And I just wrote the book that I wanted to write. And, it, and you know, it, it was long enough to tell the story I wanted to tell. I wanted to have all these various elements and set pieces. And that's how long it was. And and in, in all honesty, I feel like my my editor should have said, cut 150 pages and and he didn't and so it didn't occur to me and i think you know i think it probably not it probably did not help the book sales that it that it's as big as it is because it is a little bit intimidating looking but again it's just it's just the book that it is and i feel like you know i there are a lot of things that the book doesn't need like you could still tell the story by cutting certain scenes but they they would have hurt because the the scenes that i i think that maybe could be cut were really fun oh i see what you're saying yeah well you know it's uh the thing is, it's done. Aaron Hunter's a group of writers, by the way. <laughs> you, did, you did this by yourself. Uh, a group of writers who wrote who write or wear cats, and, and that sells. It's got to be selling really well because a lot of girls her age read that book. And the cover definitely spoke to her because when I picked it up for her and, and gave, showed it to her, she was really excited. And she's reading it. I don't know. I can't tell you for sure she'll finish it. I have no idea. It's a complete gamble. I've, I have no. And, and it has nothing to do about the craft of the writing or anything. It's just her and, and what oh, she I, likes. I know. I know what kids are like. And and you're lucky you you have two kids who read my my daughter daughter has remained a big reader but my son who's 15 has never been a reader and he would you know if his only choice was to read a book or to stare at a spot on the wall he'd choose the spot on the wall and you know who knows why people are who they are hey you yeah you i'm talking to you with the headphones on who are listening to sci-fi thoughts you've been listening to the show for a while You must be enjoying it because you keep coming back. Well, hey, help me out. Tell your friends, your family, other people who would like to listen to Sci-Fi Thoughts. Give me a hand. Help me grow the show. So go ahead and right now, just send a text message, write an email, turn around and talk to the person next to you and tell them about Sci-Fi Thoughts. They can find us via Google or they could type in Sci-Fi Thoughts. Dot space. We've got goodies in the show notes for you. If you want to purchase David Liss's Random's book, there's a link right there for easy tapping. Where are the show notes? They show up in your podcast player. But if you don't use a podcast player, just go back to the website where you downloaded this MP3 and you will see a web page with the show notes there next episode more david lists do you have arguments with yourself about how mature to go with the plot complications or or the science or is that just the challenge that makes it fun you know there were some things that the book was originally much more mature than it was and my my editor decided that our market was a slightly younger demographic and i um i had to rewrite it a little bit and change some of the relationship the way some of the relationship stuff played out but not a whole lot 